Hi, this is Rich Little. I think I'm a lot of people, but I'm Rich Little at the moment, and I'll be on On Screen and Beyond shortly. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome back once again to another episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 435 of On Screen and Beyond, the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, our guest is a returning guest. And he is known for Love on the Rooftop, the TV show, and Love Boat. Uh, he was on all kinds of TV shows back in the 70s and the 60s and 70s and 80s and on and on. And he's one of the greatest impressionists we have. And he has a book out called Little by Little, People I Have Known and Been. Rich Little will be joining us once again here on On Screen and Beyond. So get ready for that. It's going to be a fun time. It always is when he's here. And we are also going to be looking at December releases in theaters and on Blu-ray and DVD. It's all coming up right here this week on On Screen and Beyond. And coming up right now, let's take a peek at what's coming your, what's coming your way as far as remakes in theaters in December. Please hang up and try again. Remakes coming your way in December. Well, it looks like the video game Assassin's Creed will be moving to the big screen on December 21st, starring Michael Fassbender. And that's it. Remakes. Not a whole lot of them coming your way in December, but that one is. And we're going to give you more information on what's coming your way as far as upcoming movies. It's next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming new movies coming your way in December. Well, look for Jackie. Jackie tells a story of the First Lady, Jacqueline Kennedy. It's coming our way, and it stars Natalie Portman. And let's see what else. The musical La La Land with Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling will be coming our way on December 2nd. December 9th, look for the comedy Office Christmas Party. That looks like a fun one. And Jason Bateman stars in that alongside of Jennifer Aniston. And that, of course, is a comedy. And let's see, December 16th, an all-star cast. A lot of people in this one, but it's led by Will Smith. It's called Collateral Beauty. It'll be hitting theaters. And Patriot's Day is going to be landing in theaters on December 21st. Also on December 21st, you can look for Sing. Now, this is an animated film. And also on that same date, the sci-fi movie Passengers will be coming your way. And the comedy Why Him will be arriving on December 23rd with James Franco and Brian Cranston. And then on December 25th, Christmas Day, Denzel Washington produces, directs, and stars in Fences. That's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as sequels in December? We've got it next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sequels coming your way in December. Well, it used to be that December was the big time when all the movies would come out with their sequels and everything around Christmas time. But not this time. There's only one. And that, of course, is Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Now, this isn't really a continuation. Well, it is. It isn't. It isn't, isn't. <laughs> it's another Star Wars story, okay? Uh, it's going to be uh, continuing the story of the uh, Death Star and how the troops got together and, you know, went after Darth Vader and all that. Uh, but uh, we'll see what that one does. But it's a, it's a sequel, I guess. You call it that. But that's where we put it. So that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way in December? As far as TV on DVD, it's next. TV on DVD coming your way in December. It looks like December 6th. Beauty and the Beast, the fourth and final season, will be arriving. Brain Dead, season one. And Family Guy, Season 14. December 13th, American Gothic, Season 1. Star Trek, The Roddenberry Vaults, Blu-ray. And The Twilight Zone, the complete series on Blu-ray. December 20th, Doctor Who, the 8th series, Part 2. That's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD in December? Stick around. We've got it right here on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> Movies on DVD coming your way in December. December 6th, Jason Bourne with Matt Damon and The Secret Life of Pets with Kevin Hart. December 13th, it looks like Florence Foster Jenkins with Meryl Streep and Bridget Jones's Baby with Renee Zellweger and Suicide Squad with Will Smith. December 20th, look for The Magnificent Seven with Chris Pratt. Storks with Kelsey Grammer. And Sully with Tom Hanks. And on December 27th, Snowden with Joseph Gordon-Levitt will be arriving. That's it for movies coming your way on DVD in December and Blu-ray, of course. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and entertainment time, well, we have a couple of sad things coming away. Sadly, Ron Glass of Firefly and Barney Miller passed away this past week. And also Florence Henderson, known for her role as Mrs. Brady on The Brady Bunch, has passed away at 82. And that's it for TV and entertainment time. Next on On Screen to Be On, it's Celebrity Birthdays. <laughs> Celebrity birthdays, well, December 1st, Bette Midler turns 71 and Woody Allen turns 81. On December 2nd, it looks like Lucy Liu turns 48. And December 3rd, Ozzy Osbourne turns 68. On December 4th, Jay-Z turns 47 and Jeff Bridges turns 67. On December 7th, C. Thomas Howell, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, turns 50. 
That's it for Celebrity Birthdays. And as far as listener birthdays, it looks like Ann L. of Phoenix, Arizona, turns 47 on December 3rd. Now, if you, a friend, or a relative are going to be having a birthday coming up, send that information to me ahead of time here at On Screen and Beyond. Just go to feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Send it to me there, and I will be sure to get it. We'll all wish you a very happy birthday all over the world. And that's it for Celebrity and Listener Birthdays. Next on On Screen and Beyond, he's back. Get ready for a fun ride. It's Rich Little right here on On Screen and Beyond. He's going to be talking about his career and, of course, little by little, people I have known and been. His new book. Get ready for it. Rich Little right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today's guest on On Screen and Beyond is a man of many voices. We have seen him over the years on Love on a Rooftop, That Girl, The Flying Nun, All in the Family, Love American Style, The Love Boat, Hawaii Five-O, Laugh-In, MacGyver, and so many other shows. He also headlines in Vegas, and he has a new book out called Little by Little, People I Have Known and Been. It's Rich Little. Rich, welcome back to On Screen and Beyond. Well, thanks. It's uh, good to talk to you. Now, Rich, we've talked to you before. We've had you on the show, yeah, and right. um, it's always fun having you on. So, but uh, you have a book out. Can you can you tell us about the book? Well, it isn't really a biography. You know, mm-hmm. it isn't a tell-all book. I have nothing to tell. <laughs> but um, it is funny things that have happened with a lot of celebrities I've worked with down through the years. Dean Martin and oh my gosh, George Burns, Jack Benny. John Wayne, Lucille Ball, um, Orson Welles, so many, so many people that I came in contact with. And I kept a diary and wrote down little notes when, you know, when I'd uh, do a show or something. And so I thought one day, gee, I can write a book out of this. And that's what I did. Hmm. And then we thought of the title of people I've known and been, which everybody seemed to like. And uh, so it's a, it's a humorous book. You know, but you have to know a lot of the people that I do. So I don't think, well, young young people could be interested in it, maybe fascinated with it, but uh, they probably wouldn't know any of these people. But um, you never know. You well, know? but uh, certainly the people of my generation uh, would know most of them. I, I've got a few people in the book that uh, people don't uh, know that I was associated with, like Glenn Ford and Stuart Granger and... Hubert Humphrey, and, uh, you know, there, there's wow. a few people that I don't talk much about it, and I did a chapter on them, but uh, most of the people, as I said, were, were icons, you know. Oh, yeah, jeez. I mean, you, you, you're rattling off these names, and it's like, I mean, everybody's heard of these names. <laughs> I mean, these are, you know, if anybody knows anything about movies or TV, these are people they know. There's no question about it. I mean, these are the classics. Well, you know, as I said, young people uh, uh, might be, uh, you know, intrigued or, uh, or curious, but um, uh, there's always a few exceptions, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing a show at the Tropicana Hotel in Vegas uh, five nights a week, and um, I get some young people come in. I, I had a, 
a 15-year-old come in about a week ago, sit down in front, and I thought, oh, my God, this guy's not going to know, or this kid's not going <laughs> to know anybody I do. And he was laughing through the whole show. It's in hysterics. Huh. And um, when the show was over, I, I went up to him and I said, um, gosh, I, I'm, I'm flattered. You, you seem to like my show. He said, Mr. Little, you're very funny. I, I really enjoyed the show a lot, but I am confused. And I said, well, what are you confused about? And he said, well, I was just wondering why you kept changing your voice all the time. <laughs> True story. Isn't that, isn't that great? Wow. I <laughs> didn't know I was an impersonator. <laughs> Jeez. Just, I guess just laughing at the jokes, you know, not uh, not knowing who I was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now, looking back at all these notes that you had written down, uh, is, yeah. there, is there any one that really struck you and said, I, I've got to tell this because this is was such a funny oh, story? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Um, I had a wonderful relationship with Reagan. I was invited to the White House many, many times to perform and also as a guest and um, got to know him quite well. And we, we'd talk about movies and uh, he loved humor. You know, he, he loved jokes. Mm-hmm. And um, so a lot of funny things happened with uh, with Ronald Reagan. And, uh, you know, I can think of one where uh, he started to do impressions for me. He was and, doing that? Uh, that? Yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> One time I was invited to some function at the White House, and and then uh, when it was over, we were all standing around drinking coffee and chatting, and um, he started to do Jimmy Stewart for me. He did John Wayne, and, uh, and then he did Truman Capote for me. <laughs> and it was uh, quite amusing to see the President of the United States doing Truman Capote, <laughs> right. and everybody standing around him going, what is he doing? What, what's going on? I think he's, I think he's flipped his lid, you know. Nadiri <laughs> <laughs> was doing his impression of Truman Capote, you know, <laughs> doing that little voice that Truman had. Mm-hmm. And um, it was so funny because he, he said to me, you know, Rich, uh, I love to do Truman Capote, but I don't have a joke. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. When I do Truman and I gave him a joke that I used in my act and he wrote it down on the back of a secret service man's back. And, um, he said, what's the joke? And I said, well, you know, a lot of people think that I wrote in cold blood, but that that's not true. Actually, I, I wrote in ink. (laughs) (laughs) And Reagan loved that. Oh, he was just chuckling, and he was writing it down on the back of this Secret Service van. He took the piece of paper, put it in his pocket, and he said, I I can't wait to try that out on Gorbachev. <laughs> and that 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 was uh, that that was funny because I, I pictured myself or I pictured him talking to Truman Capote. I mean talking to um, Gorbachev doing Truman Capote. Right. And Gorbachev <laughs> wondering what the hell he's talking like that for, you know. <laughs> now, in your professional opinion, how was his delivery of those impressions that he was doing? Well, I think his Truman was the best, actually. His, his Jimmy Stewart, you know, was the typical Jimmy Stewart impression that most people do. Walt, Walt, J, J, Wires, Jimmy Stewart, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's John Wayne, you know. Got those wagons in a circle, you know. 
whatever. <laughs> they, they, they were pretty good, but this Truman really was quite good, actually. I don't think Gorbachev would appreciate it, but um, it was one of the better ones. That he did. I don't know whether he did any other ones or not, but um, he, as I say, he loved humor, and um, he got quite a kick out of it when I did him. Oh, my God. He just almost fell to the floor. Really? He used to say to me, you know, Rich, I think I think you do me better than I do. I really do. <laughs> and when I step down as president, I want you to carry on and just talk in my voice and you can become president. <laughs> and I said, well, that's very complimentary that you should say that, Mr. President. But I, I, I couldn't be president because I'm a Canadian. He said, I know. I, I can fix that. <laughs> So I have a lot of great stories about Reagan, and I have a lot of good stories about Jimmy Stewart and Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, the people that I really knew best, you know. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of funny things happen. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, gr- great stories. And uh, if you if you buy this book, I don't know whether it's in the bookstores or not, but you can get it on Amazon dot com. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And. Uh, I, I think it's a pretty good book, but I, as I said, you got you got to know the people that I'm talking about. You know? Right? Yeah. Now, when doing politicians, uh, that can be a touchy thing sometimes. I would think, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. Well, you know, some some politicians have more of a sense of humor than others do. You know. Uh, uh, I, I, I never got to do Barack Obama in front of him. I, I don't know whether he would appreciate it, but uh, the the ones that really did uh, uh, get a get quite a kick out of my impression were Reagan and uh, Hubert Humphrey and uh, let me think uh, George Bush Senior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a great sense of humor. Yeah, um, Jimmy Carter uh, got a kick out of it. I one time sang happy birthday to Jimmy Carter. It was his birthday and uh, was at some function. I forget where it was. And um, they said, would you sing happy birthday to Jimmy Carter in his voice? And I, uh, I said, fine. And, uh, and so I did. And I said, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy, happy birthday you and uh, he laughed and then i said don't you think that was a lot sweeter than marilyn monroe <laughs> see i thought you were going to tell me you sang it as marilyn monroe then <laughs> no but i said it's not, that was a lot sweeter than marilyn monroe yeah. i got quite a laugh do you remember marilyn monroe singing happy birthday to kennedy kennedy yes. um uh but uh, you know, I, as I say, most most politicians, uh, you know, they're, they're pretty they're pretty good, but they they take it in the spirits intended. To, you know, I I, I don't uh, I don't do anything mean or anything. You know, it's right. strictly in fun. So I'm, I don't think they have to worry about me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can remember when I performed at the White House with Reagan. The um, all the people around him were all all worried about what I was going to say, and they wanted to see my material and. Uh, you know, really? Was there anything uh, that uh, was going to not be appropriate? And Reagan used to say, let him do whatever he does. For heaven's sake, stop this. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so much like him. I mean, it's incredible just to hear you do it. 
Well, as I said, he was my favorite, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Nixon Nixon did not have much of a sense of humor, though. Really? I once did Nixon in front of Nixon years and years ago. It's down in San Clemente at some, uh, some party he threw, and I was invited, which was quite an honor. Mm -hmm. And I went, and uh, I, I was thrilled to be there. You know, my act was there, actually. It's the first time I ever met my act. But um, a lot of a lot of great stars were there, and I ended up doing uh, Nixon in front of him, and uh, he didn't know I was doing him. Really? <laughs> and I'm I'm doing I'm doing my impression of Richard Richard Nixon. Right. <laughs> and he looked at me, and he turned his white pat, and he said, "Why is this young man speaking in this strange voice?" <laughs> he said, "He's doing you, he's doing you, hon." Really. Oh, I, I didn't recognize him. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> but I thought I did him quite well at that party because when I left, Pat, his wife, went with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> now, do you look, I mean, obviously you're looking for inflections in the voice and everything when you're doing these people, right? I mean, yeah. and there must be some people that, are very flat and can't you can't do them right or is that not true no that's true that's absolutely true there's a there's a lot of people that are hard to impersonate because they don't have distinctive voices you know mm -hmm. i mean a lot of actors uh, you know how do you do uh uh you know matt damon or do uh you know uh, god some of the some of the actors of today uh, brad pitt i mean how would you do brad pitt you know mm -hmm. I'd, I'd rather do angelie jolet to tell you the truth but, uh, <laughs> boy i'd never be lonely if i could do her <laughs> but anyway um there are there are people you know george clooney i mean there's there's a lot of people that i i think are are hard to impersonate because they don't have any anything distinctive in their voices you know mm -hmm. yeah and um, it becomes tougher for an impersonator. Right, it yeah. really does. It's not. Yeah. It's not as easy because the stars of uh, the '40s and '50s uh, were much larger than life and easily identifiable. You know, the Gables and the Bogarts and the oh, John yeah. Waynes and the Eber G. Robinsons and the Cagneys, all you know, very identifiable and uh, larger than life. And um, and that's when we had movie stars back then. You know, but right. Today it's a it's a little it's a little uh, a little bit tougher, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But boy, I mean the the people that you have met and and the stories you must have in your book uh, of all these. I mean, did you get to meet most of these people that you that you've done their voices? Oh yeah, like Jack, I'd say most of them. Jack yeah. Lemon and Jimmy Stewart and yeah. Humphrey Bogart. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, just those names are just such iconic people. Well, they were they were all very nice, actually. You know, sometimes the biggest stars and you think are going to be the most difficult are not, mm -hmm. and um, sometimes it surprises you. You know, um, there's a few people that are a little kind of aloof, but um, uh, most of them uh, most of them kind of um, enjoyed it. The fact that I imitated them, they, they thought it was an honor. You know, yeah. a couple of people didn't like it. Paul Lynn from Hollywood Squares hated my impression. Really. Oh yeah! Wow, that surprises me. Every time you... I did him on uh, Hollywood Squares or a Dean Martin roast, Paul would go, "How's he doing? Who's that? <laughs> oh, that's disgusting." <laughs> he just didn't like it. 
Wow. And um, and you did him I, quite I don't often. Know whether it was a put on or whether you just didn't like it. I don't know. Everybody else was laughing, but not Paul. Huh. Wow. Oh, no. He, did, he didn't like it at all. So, um, Tony Randall. Do you remember Tony Randall, oh, yes. the odd couple? The odd couple. He, he never liked my impression either. Really? Geez, I mean, that surprises me. He used to say to me, Rich, I heard you imitate me, and it was just dreadful. <laughs> you can't imitate me because I have perfect pitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he used to say to me. Perfect pitch. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> How long does it take you to, to when you decide you're going to do a certain person, that it takes you to get to where you feel it's good enough to start doing into your act? Uh, it takes, it takes a while. I have to watch a lot and I have to listen and, um, I have to, um, I, I know when I can get it now, now Donald Trump is, is difficult to do. Although I've heard a few people do them quite well. Really? Um, and, um, I haven't quite got the, the, there's a certain sound in there. I haven't quite got yet, but I'm, I'm working on it and it, it'll come. But, um, you know, sometimes voices come come quickly and sometimes they don't but you know alec baldwin does them quite well on saturday night live and mm-hmm. i've seen a couple other people do them and uh it's it, it's easy easy to look like donald trump you right. know yeah. he looks like a looks like a troll doll in heat you know with that <laughs> that beaver on his head or whatever it is a uh, candy floss um so you know you, you can paint your face orange and put some, some wild hair on and that that's easy to do but the vo- the voice is tough yeah yeah. We're going to build a wall, you know, it's, it's a certain sound, you know, and, uh, I'm, I'm working on it hmm. because he's going to give me a lot of material. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, like Bill Clinton, I'm going to get a lot of material from, uh, from Donald Trump. Boy, he's going to be a gold mine for me, you know? Yeah. You must love that. Oh, when, when somebody like that comes along, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, if Hillary got in, I, I, I don't know. I don't think I could do do Hillary. I mean, maybe her laugh, but uh, mm-hmm. she'd be a lot tougher to do. Yeah, and you'd look you'd look yeah. odd in the suits, <laughs> in a pantsuit. Yes, um, um, yeah, the blue pantsuit, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, now um, the book is available, uh, like you said, right. on Amazon dot com. It's called Little by Little: People I Have Known and Been. Uh, mm-hmm. It. With all the actors, you said you like doing rake. And uh, what about the actors? Is there one particular actor that you enjoy the most? I mean, you do so many of them, and you do them so well. But is there a certain one? Well, you know, I mean, one of my favorite actors of all time, and I got to know him fairly well, was Gregory Peck. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I thought he was a fabulous actor. My God, great, great, great parts he played. And, and of course, Jimmy Stewart, uh, you know, Jimmy uh, was one of the greats, too. And, uh, you know, 
Um, so the ones I think I, I do the best are the ones I admire the most, you know? And, and that's why I think the Jimmy Stewart and the John Waynes are, 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 you know, are great impressions for me because I admired them so much. Johnny Carson too. I admired oh. him so much too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You well, know, Rich, I, I would sometimes, I would sometimes, ah, become Johnny Carson on stage. And I, I would really think I, I was Johnny Carson. And when the show was over, I would go to the dressing room and find myself writing out an alimony check <laughs> and not knowing it. Ah. <laughs> but, <yeah>. Oh, geez. <laughs> it is such a pleasure to have you on here, <laughs> Rich. It's just, it's always fun. Uh, now, I'd like to finish up with two quick questions to finish it up. Sure. Uh, you are so busy with your show, your Vegas show, and your book now, and everything else you're doing. Uh, but when you sit back and relax, what's your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Wow. Um, what was the first question? TV shows. What's your favorite ones now? What are you My watching now? My favorite TV show. Well, you know, I, I, it's funny. I, I've, I've never been a big fan of situation comedy shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I did one myself. But, yes, yeah, love on a rooftop. <laughs> but um, I, I like dramas mostly. I I don't know why, but I do. Um, I watch a lot of uh, movies and uh, a lot of um, series. You know, dramatic shows on TV. But I I don't I don't uh, watch hardly any situation comedy shows, mainly because I don't like the laugh track. Mm, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and when. I mean, today they put laughs on everything, you know. Right. Morning pop, big laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Your sister's still upstairs brushing her teeth, big laugh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I I watch a lot of movies. I've always been a big movie buff. Do you you have a favorite? I always watch movies in the buff, and um, (laughs) I always have. And uh, um, that's how I started doing impressions, just loving the actors, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. So I have I have a collection of about uh, four thousand movies. So I'm, uh, you know I've got quite a collection. Mm-hmm. I'm putting them all on digital now, so I can get rid of them all. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. the way it's going. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Isn't that great? Yeah. Geez. I can get rid of all my uh, DVDs. Yep. And my VHSs, I still have them. Oh yeah, me too. Try and find a machine for those, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> if, if you got them, if you got one, or you find one to buy, buy two because if you want to keep. Oh them... yeah. Well, I, I still got a couple, but uh, they got dust on them. But uh, you know. Yeah. Young people don't even know what they are. You I know. know. <laughs> young people don't know what a record is. You know, a, a seventy-eight. Exactly. No idea what that is. Yeah. 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 Jeez. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rich, but. I... Um, um, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I read a lot. I read a lot of bios actually. Oh yeah. And, um, I, I'm curious about other people's careers, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's amazing how many, how many big stars started out with nothing. Isn't that interesting? I know. Yeah. You, you, you used to be a dishwasher and park cars and, you know, yeah. most of them did. You know, it surprises you know, very me. Very few people were born, um, suddenly became a big star overnight they had to struggle and um it's it's fascinating yeah what's the price the you know somebody like Sidney Poitier who couldn't even speak English coming from the islands and um Mm -hmm. what he did was listening to uh, soap operas all day on the radio really wow yeah 
Yeah. What an amazing career he's had. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But one thing that surprises me with all the actors I've had on the show is a lot of them tell me that they're introverted, which, you know, you don't think that because of the roles they've played, <clears throat> excuse me, over the years, that you don't yeah. see them as being an introvert. Yeah, that's true. Well, Henry Fonda was one like that. He was very uh, quiet and uh, mm -hmm. sort of within himself, and uh, uh, they said he wasn't too uh, emotional. Hmm. Bing Crosby was not terribly emotional, but a very nice man. Yeah. But uh, they could play anything on the screen. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. everybody should be going out and get your book, Little by Little, People I Have Known and Been. And, Rich, yeah. I thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you with us. Well, great. I'm, uh, maybe I'll talk to you again in another year, and I'll have another book out or something. A little more of little. Or... <laughs> All right. Thank you very All much, right. Rich. You're very welcome. A big thank you goes out to Rich Little for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond once again. A lot of fun having him on here. Love having him. And, uh, you know, all his impressions and everything. He's just a great guy. And uh, be sure to check out his new book, Little by Little, People I Have Known and Been. Good story right there. A lot of stuff. He he has just met so many people, and then uh, he does his little thing on them, and it's always fun. Be sure to check out any of his shows uh, around the country when you uh, see it, or if you're out in Las Vegas or at the Tropicana or whatever. Be sure to check out Rich Little. Great guy. All right. Hope you all had a great uh, Thanksgiving. We took a little break there, and uh, we're getting ready for the Christmas season here at On Screen and Beyond. We've got a lot of guests uh, lined up, but we're going to be taking some time off, too. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, got to have some time off to, to uh, enjoy everything. But uh, we've got another one coming your way next week, so be sure to get ready for that. And if you have a suggestion, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Uh, if you are on Facebook, be sure to like us, leave a review on iTunes, whatever you want to do. Just be sure to contact us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Love hearing from you. And that's it. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Uh -huh.